It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Yo show. Hadit.com radio. radio. In-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hadit radio show. We're here with our co-host, Jay Basser, and uh, he's from Kentucky there, and... uh, our technician, Stretch, he's out of Arkansas, and, of course, I'm Gerald Cook, and I'm from Missouri, and today we're going to talk a little bit about e-benefits. Now, I don't know how many times you folks check your e-benefits every day, but you should check it. Oh, at least seven or eight times a day, Uh, just in case. You never know, just in case. I sit here every day with my computer locked on the e-benefits, and I got my mailbox out there in plain view where should the mailman uh, by chance stop, I can beat it out the door and get out there and and see what kind of mail he's left me, hoping something's coming from the VA. Now, I'm kind of new at this. I've only been doing it for about 12 years. Uh, So far, uh, the mailman just keeps driving by. And he benefits, there still ain't nothing on there. Uh, I don't know what to make of it. I thought about calling them, but uh, I, I don't know who to talk to. Uh, John, you got any ideas? Well, there's uh, certain types of anxiety that go in when you're dealing with this claims process. Uh, there's things that add to that anxiety. The hardest part of dealing with the VA process is the waiting game that is played, you know, for your denials and all your information and the VA wait time versus slow. People use these benefits to get information, to find out, you know, what's going on with their claim. And uh, it's kind of like the old days before he benefits. You'd sit on your front porch with your 12 gauge and you'd be putting putting a watch over the mailbox. And if anybody got the mailman's way, look out. It's that type of anxiety. So people are checking these benefits up to, oh, 15, 20 times a day, trying to check everything. And it's just a, it's a, it's a part of anxiety. It's called claims-induced anxiety. And uh, I think that should be a rateable disability, too, because I think that claims process can give a person PTSD. Well, absolutely. You're right there. Uh, I'll tell you, folks, don't. Please don't fall into that trap. Uh, It's not good for you. It's not good for your family. You have your claim in the process. Uh, Go fishing. Do something. Do something. Uh, That's some good advice. Telephone. uh, Get away from the computer. Uh, There's plenty of things you can do out there, whether you, you know... uh, might feel like going over death, but don't let the VA get you down. They'll they'll certainly kick you in the head if they can get you down. Uh, You've got to do is uh, hold your head up. There's usually plenty of things to do out in the yard, or uh, you can go out rock hunting, or metal detecting, or fishing. Fishing. Or... Yeah. I've got another idea, Gerald. Uh, what's that? Well, we're mostly, you know, we're in the 20th century now, and most veterans are now more, more educated than they ever have been. Yes, well. Instead of wasting your time on checking e-benefits every 32.5 seconds, what you need to do is go to GPO Access and open up the Title 38 Part 3 and Part 4. Start reading those. I'll read them from top, from tip to, top to bottom. Read them over and over again. When you get to the part four, study it. Look at the schedule for writing disabilities and study it. You know, look at everything that pertains to you. 
get yourself an education and learn this system. You know, that's uh, very important. Uh, that's excellent advice to you, John. Getting an education, uh, trying to, you know, uh, people become afraid of something they don't understand. And, right. And uh, they they absolutely let the BA get them down, down mm-hmm. and out. Uh, don't let that happen. Get an education and come back and say, hey, you know, you've done me wrong and I'm here you file your initial claim, if you file a regular claim and not a fully developed claim, of course, some fully developed claims are supposed to go pretty quick, but, you know, I believe when I see it, and uh, you're looking at basically a year on a regular claim to get a decision, and, <clears throat> and a very large percentage of those first initial decisions are denials, even though you are looking at the evidence showing that it should be awarded, granted, you know, it's most of them are denials for some other reasons stated, then, you know, you'll get the information why they denied it. Uh, there's another year until you get back to you ask for your DRO review or your appeals process. So it could be up to three years on an initial claim getting approved. And that's, that's uh, I guess we call that fast-paced, rapid advancement. Because some folks wait uh, a year to get their first denial letter. You figure your uh, stuff out and go to a DRO review still denies you and you take it to the BVA, well, that's two and a half to three years right there. Yes, and once you get past the BVA, you got to go to the court. So it can be up to a 10 or 15 year process. And then the court can remand it back. That's the worst thing is remands. I mean, if the RO makes a mistake in the claim, which and they should have awarded the claim, and it makes it to the BVA, the BVA should not remand it back. They should have, they should have somebody to write that claim right there. That's, that's my uh, and to fix them, the poor veteran pay the penalty for their incompetence. 
Well, no, and to fix that problem, the guy that rates it at the BVA, fixing the mistake, the money to pay him for doing that should come out of that regional office's budget. Yes. You start taking their money from them, the back it, they'll get it fixed. Uh, but, you know, it, it's a sad situation when these raiders uh, or in, in the ROs, uh, regional offices, mm-hmm. still can get their bonuses whether they make mistakes or not based on the, the amount of claims that they can pass through their desks in a, a given time period. And, uh, production quotas. That's what it is. But mm-hmm. so they have no incentive to get it right. Well, a denied claim is a, is a finished claim to them because that goes to the appeals process. And they get credit for it. Yeah. They get credit so. for it. And although there's mistakes uh, all over the place and uh, in that claim, and the, the claim keeps re- getting remanded back, it's a vicious circle. And, and uh, as most of you well know, uh, uh, you know, if you let it, it's going to eat you up. It, 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 it will eat you up. It is not healthy. It will eat you for dinner. Just, That's the way it is. Hey, look, I know I'm right, and they, they, have, they have wronged me. I'm to do the right, proper thing. Side note, real quick, we've had a lot of issues on how we've had some successes lately, which I'm very happy to see, and I'm glad they're happening. Uh, it gives people hope that something's going to get one of these days, but this happens about every year, about this time of year, because we're getting close to the fiscal year. Yes, we are. Isn't that and, uh, October, November, uh, John? October. October? It's the end of the fiscal year, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, so you're 30 days away from it, see, or less. And, they might have a surplus of funds, and they're wanting to make sure they get next year's budget approved so they want to get rid of what funds they have got. Remember the old days when you was out to sea on a ship, you pulled into port, and get close to the fiscal year, fewer than 50 miles of the coast, everything's not nailed down for overboard. Yeah, I've read about that. It was back in the days of the $400 hammers and the $2,000 toilet seats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just unreal. Just unreal. Yeah, so, but it's all about money, folks. That's the bottom line. It's not about benefits. It's about money. This is a, I call this a bus, a city bus on a circular road. It's got stops every five minutes. At that stop, somebody gets off, somebody gets on. Yeah, and someone's always putting money in it. It's a game. That's all it is, is a game. Well, it's a game because the veterans are paying the penalties. The veterans are paying a bit. You're right. Remember, chaos breeds confusion, and upon that confusion, the poor veteran is the one, is the beneficiary of that confusion. Either that be a time delay or less benefit than earned, low ball, whatever. You know, so there's got to be a remedy for the whole situation. I mean, what they're doing now, <clears throat> in my own honest opinion, is just a, uh, uh, they put a little of a cure crumb on a Band-Aid and stick it on the problem. They do you know? award a claim, but usually... Uh, what I've noticed here in the last few years, John, and I'm sure it's went on much longer than that, is that they're lowballing a lot of claims. Uh, where yes. They'd be getting 40 or 50 percent. They're only offering, you know, say, oh, 30 percent or 20 percent. give them a cookie. Maybe they'll go away. Yeah, and uh, that's what they're counting on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if, they, if you happen to be one of those recipients, uh, don't get too bent out of shape, it's, uh, uh, you just come back and file a Q claim on them, and, uh, yeah, if you want to wait a year, you have to, you can do yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's 
Uh, 
like if you have diabetes or, uh, you know, you got a broken back or that was, uh, you got the service or, you know, uh, different things there. And, and leave it at that until you get those taken care of. It's easier. Uh, these raiders have already proven, or the people working at the ROs already proven up here, that they grab for the smallest claim, the claim with the least paperwork involved. And you want to keep that in mind while you're dealing with your claim. Well, if you get a job moving boxes, you're going to get the smallest box you can get. Well, that be me. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, if you got a claim that's uh, 20 pages long and this other guy has a claim that's only two pages long, who do you think you're going to grab? Whose claim's going to get grabbed up first? It's going to be... You need to, you need to prioritize your claims. you got to put it in order of... Uh, of Body systems, it's, uh, stuff. If you got something that can, you know, that shortens your lifespan, that's going to be something you need to, you, you know, you have to claim. But if it's something minor that you can add later, don't worry about it. These DBQs uh, that they have now, forms, I'm, I'm not uh, totally sold on them yet, but I, I've talked to some that. Or seem to think they're all right, but uh, I'm not totally convinced of it. Uh, oh, duck bill quack sheets. <laughs> you know, myself, I believe a, a good IMO or IME is, is, is properly done is very important. And if you're going to submit a claim, you should have an IMO or an IME with it. You need to do that. And uh, uh, showing a nexus to uh, when you was in the service, because that's critical. And that's, uh, I don't know, I don't think you can win a claim, can you, John, unless you got a nexus to uh, connecting it to the service for an ailment. Well, even if it's in your medical records and you've got the issues... They send you for they send you for a C and P exam to get their nexus from their doctor, and if he goes along with it, you know it's usually pretty you know cut and dry. But a lot of times they don't send you for the C and P exam or examine for the wrong thing, and it's just a a headache. I waited 14 yeah. years on mine, even though it's direct service connected in the line of duty. So it's a you have to you know you've got to be vigilant, and uh, I'm like you. Um, People are people. Human beings are prone to make mistakes. And some VSOs, they'll give you bad advice or write the wrong thing down, especially if you do it, you know, you get somebody that's not trained very well. Or uh, if you go go to one of these VSOs or veteran service organizations and you go in there and there's a big bar sitting there and you've got to cut through the smoke to get in there and... You sit back, the guy worked on your claims, got about four bottles sitting in front of him. He starts yelling all percentages. You need to get up and hit that door and get the hell out of there. For sure. You know, because this is your livelihood. You know, get somebody experienced to help you with your claim. You've got a lot of folks on had it. There are some very knowledgeable people there and some, some very good VSOs. I think there needs to be a rating system for VSOs. But choose them wisely. Uh, there's mm-hmm. some out there that just want to have a whole bunch of claims that they say, well, I'm working on 50 claims right now or 100. And uh, that right there, I'll tell you, the chances are he's not spending much time on any of them. No, mass produced claims. They do it, you know, and uh, hopefully they get it right and uh, they get to the glory, you know, when it happens. Step and do the Tarzan beat on their chest and, you know, things like that. But years ago, I was all gung-ho in for that. Now, if you got a denial letter in your hand, I'd be hooking up an attorney as soon as I could. Absolutely. It's well worth the money. Well worth the money. 
that's uh, that's my advice too. I, I would agree with that, John. I'm not anti-VSO, don't get me wrong, you know, if you help like that, but, I mean, if it's a pro bono situation with an attorney who knows what they're doing and knows VA law and how to practice VA law. See, that's the problem. People at the regional office practice VA law all the time. As far as I know. Attorneys uh, involved, too, don't you think, John, now than what there was a few years ago? Oh, yeah, they got more involved now, but people practicing law at Toro, you know, they don't have, they don't have too many attorneys there. But you've got an attorney that knows the law and practices the law, and he, he can, you know, he can argue, you know, why they're wrong and stuff, and yeah. you know, he, he has be he's got the backup to prove it. You know, he's got the education, he's got everything to prove it, because he's, he knows the books and he knows the law. Of course, VSO has you know, they have attorneys too, but I think they don't work in every case; they work on certain cases, because they you know, I'm sure they can't afford to pay them enough money to. To get a good one anyway, but to get free rent. I would recommend as soon as you can uh, secure an attorney after a denial, you're, you'd be much better off for it. Mm-hmm. And let your attorney do the work, uh, assist them however they need it, uh, you know. Uh, but Keep it out of the BVA or out of the out of the. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, out of, out of the AMC, anyways. Yeah. Because once they remain one AMC, it's like Joe versus the volcano, you know. Yeah. You know that thing blows up, you know, and you land in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> so that's a quagmire yourself into, but. See benefits gets lined out, you know, hooks you right up. Uh, benefits would be nice if it was. Uh, it seems like uh, from what I'm reading there on Addit, there's quite a few veterans having trouble with uh, accessing the benefits and getting the proper information, and uh, also. Uh, isn't there a limit on pages you can upload to e-benefits? There is a limit, I think, but I think it's more of a space limit as far as uh, size. <clears throat> you know, for example, if you've got a file and you transfer everything over to PDF, you'll be able to unload the unload entire boat on them, you know, send it into them. But if you've got humongous PDF files, it all goes on bandwidth. You could upload it, but it'll take you forever. That's the problem. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. So based on size, you know. So, but e-benefits itself, as far as a login, now that's the worst thing in the world as far as logging into them. You know, they tell you you have to change the password every so often, and when you do, you can't use passwords out of the dictionary. You have to make up something totally off the wall, and uh, so you change your password. I've done, you know, I've changed mine a couple of times, and now it's uh, convoluted and elongated that it'd take, you know, I'd have to write it down and go back and find it, and, and it's just a headache. Yeah. You know, because they're so afraid somebody's going to steal information and sell it. You know, but, uh, oh, see, the portal had it where the, uh, the shredding company was selling information. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah. Now, who's the uh, jokers that uh, uh, goofed up on that one? They, they should be... Uh, They've already got them charged, criminally charged. They're going to slap them on the hands and charge them a couple hundred bucks, put them back to work? Probably so. Unreal. Yeah, so. Absolutely unreal. It's <clears throat> like every time you turn around, John, there's one of these incidents. 
Yeah, well, there are incidents, so I guess we have to call that another scandal. We'll call that Shredder Gate Part 2. The sequel. The sequel. Every good show's got to have a sequel, Gerald. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that way the actors get paid again. <laughs> you can make a movie on just uh, 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 these shredding and throwing boxes. I can make a TV like series about the right? VA. You know what? Uh-huh. I could make a TV series about the VA. Well, you could. And it'd be a pretty popular show. It'd be a, uh, you'd have to call it a fantasy because nobody would believe it. But. No, it'd be like NCIS, you know, it'd be like a veterans organization or veterans group investigating VA denials. And somebody Suicide and things like that. What caused it? Jonah and bring people to justice. While they're sipping on their... Uh, High dollar coffee that they drink. Or high dollar coffee on their little retreats at the at, at the beach, and you know, I can list scandal for scandal over the years. You know, you put them put them together. Oh, you yes. know, yeah. <clears throat> you're, you're now, so you know, fine. common sense is the biggest player in the VA. Uh, there's going twelve thousand members that had it, you know, and the majority of those members have had a bad experience with the VA. And I tell you this numbers don't lie. It's uh, numbers don't lie. So we have to you know, you try to put in perspective what's what and you have to try to do the best thing you can do and go with it. Uh, just be careful of the moves you make because uh, mm-hmm. uh, you make the wrong move or irrational move. Uh, like John mentioned, don't don't be sending them a, uh, a bad mouth letter. Uh, uh, the correspondence you do uh, with the VA, be sure it is a, a very professional and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to the point, and and uh, if it's anything in so- support of your claim, uh, uh, explain it as such, and, and here's how it supports my claim. That's right. Uh, Be strict, straight to the point. Uh, yeah, okay. Say, so here's my medical condition. Uh, okay. Copy the regs and put it in there. The evidence shows that I was diagnosed with so-and-so in service with this condition. Uh, the doctor said this is a continuation of that same thing. At the bottom line, where's my service connection? Yes. Okay. Uh, don't be, you know, don't don't be too over the kind, you know. Be firm. Don't be a jerk. Be firm. You know, and don't let your anxiety get to you. Don't run now. Don't don't ever go off on them. Yeah, you know. I know gods that have, but now I don't think they've... they've I think they're buried waiting, wouldn't they? Yeah. Don't ever do that. No, I mean, you're going to hate on them, and they're going to make your life miserable because they're going to say, okay, this guy's not permanent total. We've got to come in every five years for a checkup. People have got stage four heart disease. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> so, so, that's what we have to do. We have be to vigilant. Be vigilant. Don't give up. Don't give up. Uh, uh, do everything you can do to educate yourself. Uh, check e-benefits once a day. Check it once a day. A lot of times, folks, they win their claim. They have no idea they won their claim. But they go to the bank one day and check their balance, and it's up by $150,000. Guess what? You just won your claim. <laughs> Well, that's happened to me a couple of times, but, you know, the sooner you take off and do something and get a hobby, get this out of your mind, you get along with the family a lot better, and things will feel a lot better. I think getting a nice hobby is whatever you like to do. Uh, Mm -hmm. I like to research. I like to research antiquities. I find Mm -hmm. that interesting. 
But uh, Rock Allen, I ain't able to get out Rock Allen anymore, hardly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I enjoy researching. I just hate anything that has to do with the VA anymore. <laughs> so I don't, uh, I don't even worry about the VA. I have a, uh, I did secure an attorney, and he's handling my claim. And anything he needs, he'll let me know, and I'll, I'll supply it to him. So. Well, you uh, feel a lot better now, don't you? I do feel, I a, do lot feel a lot better. And. Uh, and uh, I would recommend anyone that uh, once you've gotten a denial, you may have to uh, talk to several different attorneys to get one to handle your claim. You know, some of them are, uh, want to be more specialized in, in uh, certain areas than others. So just because an attorney don't take And be careful. Have somebody read that thing for you first before you read it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the reason being is if you're a veteran, you got high blood pressure, really high blood pressure, and you filed a claim for it, and it should be service-connected, they're liable to send you a letter with some pretty wild stuff in there. Oh, yeah. Knowing to push your buttons, you know, in regards to maybe this guy will have a stroke or something, you know. Uh, you know it's pretty dangerous. Yeah, of course, I nobody will ever admit to that, but, I mean, I've seen things of that along that lines, you know. Something totally absurd off the wall. Perhaps this happened to you. Perhaps it didn't. Even though the record said it happened, and they're trying to second guess the record. Yeah. Just to deny your claim. That's true. You know, so. But there's a reason these regional offices change managers so often. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but I think securing an attorney is is certainly. Hmm. And like I said, you're liable to have to speak to several attorneys before you can uh, uh, get one that will take your claim. And Remember, remind something, though. You need to stick with an attorney that does nothing but veterans law. Uh, yes, that's my opinion. one that's uh, schooled in veterans law. You that's right, because the more educated they're in veterans law, the better chance you have winning your claim. Yes, uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, I know several. Different. Uh, you'll find out uh, it's a specialized law, and uh, I would say just not every attorney out here can handle it. Uh, I mean, uh, aren't there special courses that they have to take to qualify for that job? No, you have to get certified in the LSP to, to practice veterans law and to uh, actually argue in front of veterans court. Yeah. Not everybody gets in. No, not everybody gets in. No. You have to, you know, you have to know it because they test you. I mean, uh, so, and you can check on the Internet or even come to Haddit. Uh, uh, Come to Haddit and and you can get names of of, uh, some qualified attorneys there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, matter of fact, they've been pretty busy. It'll take you a couple of years to read through had it. Oh, uh, just, I don't care what what type of claim you may have. It's some, somewhere or the other. It's going to be, uh, you're going to find a wealth of information there at had it that will uh, uh, help you uh, uh, to get your claim off on the right foot. Uh, okay. And... Uh, I'm telling you, had it, it's been a blessing to a lot of veterans. Right, it has been a blessing. It's helping get their claims uh, won uh, much quicker uh, uh, than just following the client, you know. I mean, the wording's got to be so-so, and this is... It has to be worded correctly. And... You know, you have to, like, for example, you get a doctor, an IMO, and uh, you ask them to write an opinion, you know, you try to write it in D-Lingo. Because the A's got its own language. Yeah. At least it's likely or not, you know. There's four four parameters. 
yep. you need to look those codes up. You can say, you know, this code here, and, and in accordance with 38 CFR, such and such, uh, uh, you know, uh, that goes the criteria. Part, uh, helping your client. Yep. Your dominance is a big number there. <clears throat> and if your blood pressure is, uh, from what I understand by the regs and what they do, if your blood pressure, the bottom line is not 100, you know, and if your top line is or if it's not 160. And now if it's 130 over 110, yes, because the bottom line is more important anyways than the top line. Yeah. Bottom line is Bottom your heart, line. heart at rest, and uh, so what you do there is uh, if if you're over 100, and that's 10 percent. But if it's predominantly, you have to have the majority of them. You know, you can take, uh, for example, you can take a blood pressure every day, a couple times a day, do it for 10 days, put it in Microsoft Excel, and put each day in AM reading, PM reading. At the bottom, do at where it says auto sum, you can type in at average. At and you can put those, highlight those things, and it'll give you an average of each one of them. And you can show that to the VA. You can do a chart. But, uh, you know, show it to the doctors, too, because they're the ones, you know, going to interpret it better. Well, yes, absolutely. And I don't know, uh, check out the DBQs. Uh, yeah. So I got one right here. Just a second. You're listening to the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com is veterans helping veterans. We leave no one behind. Not on a jungle trail, not on a desert trail, and not on a paper trail. If you want any information about the VA, log on to www.hadit.com. Quack, quack. Boy, that guy sounds pretty good. Yeah, he I does. Know. He'll be doing movie trailers or something. <laughs> we need to hire that guy. Uh, yeah, oh, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a question or comment, please call in. Our number is 347-237-4819. Our call-in number, once again, is 347 Reach out and touch us. Yeah, reach out and touch us. Uh, uh, yeah, we need these comments here to, uh, just so we can uh, know uh, which way, which direction uh, 
everybody wants to go with uh, these broadcasts. Uh, usually we we try to always have a guest speaker on, uh, but now we're going we've kind of reverted to where uh, we're going to work uh, special guest speakers in uh, from time to time, uh, and. Uh, See how that works out. So, uh, any uh, any comments you have out there, or questions, question, up hands, up hands. Oh. And by all means, be sure to support the hat at hat.com. Uh, yes. Now, Always, you know, uh, hat it's the reason we're here. Reason we're here. If if y'all got uh, uh, you know uh, a, a five ten dollars, you can uh, send it to Had it. Now to Had it's not a five hundred one c three three Had it dot com, uh, but there's a reason for that. And uh, uh, but if, if you have some extra change, uh, don't hesitate. I don't know. Do they have a donation button there on Hattie, John? I don't think so, Drew. We need to fix up a, a donation button. Hmm. Because this is a good with T-Bird. <laughs> well, I need to talk T-Bird. I got my phone. Hattie's a privately owned website, folks. Uh, and uh, it's been around for a long time. Um, I remember back when it was an infant computer, you know, it was linear stuff back then, but over the years, membership's grown, grown, uh, we're averaging, uh, averaging between 800 and 800 a year, and, uh, of course, a lot of folks just come in and get help and leave, some good folks hang around and try to help out, you know, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, if you win your claim, you're successful, uh, Stay on board and lend a hand to uh, someone else. Uh, uh, it, it's nice to know that you uh, uh, you you know it gives you a good feeling to help lend a helping hand. Uh, and, it does. Uh, and you should, you know. Uh, I stated earlier, you get an education, learn everything you can. When you win your claim, you can use that information and you can pay it back. Yes, sir. That's uh, uh, pass it forward. Uh, let, let's try to uh, help these. Uh, there's a lot of needy veterans out there that need help and assistance. Uh, some of them, unfortunately, got off on the wrong foot with the VA. And and uh, once you are, once you've done that, it's awful hard to get a claim turned around. And yeah, because like a clogged up pipe, you can get to it, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Once you get stuck in, uh, I call it a convoluted bill, or uh, or you know, if, you, if your claim has a level of complexity that it would take uh, a brain surgeon and a Philadelphia attorney to decipher, then you want to get you a good, nice, easy chair and sit back. This is going to be a while. Yeah, uh, be be certain to uh, if you're successful with your claim. Uh, and, and lend a hand. We can, we can certainly use it. A little uh, heads up, the next Basher show we're going to do, folks. I uh, don't know exactly where we're going to do it yet, but it depends on the timing. Uh, we're going to do a special we'll show, a special show on end of life. End of life. So, uh, so you, uh, know, you know, we've got some vets out here that are, here that are uh, elderly, elderly and, and, you know, you learn about the IC and get benefits involved, burial benefits and things like that. We're going to do a special show on that here pretty soon on the Bachelor Show. And we did it before, but a few years ago, but it's time we do it again and give everybody a refresher. Yes. Uh, and no, uh, we did a couple shows, I think, John, and they were really great shows. Uh, well, uh, come on. I think Berta's going to come on, too, with us. And, uh, yeah. You know, because uh, Berta is the guru at Haddock.com for anything DIC-related. Uh, that lady is, that lady is, 
if she got paid for everybody she's helped with the VA, yeah, she'd be a very rich very lady. Rich. She read and read and read, and uh, so she got her education. education. That's yeah, the biggest she issue. Got a doctor and MBA. Uh, the more you know about your claim, the better off you're going to be. Absolutely. I I don't know that she's lost a claim. I think she's still after them. Uh, uh, they don't mess with mess with birth. <laughs> Well, if I was a female and the VA killed my husband, I would go after him too, wouldn't you, Gerald? Well, yes, and she she's certainly done a heck of a job, you know. Yeah. That's a lot of work and effort and expense mm-hmm. that she's put out just to get that education. And, and uh, uh, That's right. She's tireless. She's a warrior. She's, you know. She wants to help people. Uh, uh, but you can read her information on how it. Uh, chances are, no matter what kind of claim you got, uh, Bert has touched on it. That's right. And uh, uh, it does have an excellent search engine, so uh, uh, don't hesitate. Just, just type in your you got an option to search either had it or, or Google. He'll do both. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you can do www.hadit.com backslash forms backslash search, and it'll pull up the search block right there. Yeah. And uh, you can do that search that way. You can listen to the archive, too. If you guys want to know something about the shows that we do. Uh, we need an introductory type show, but we have a long history of radio shows dating back some, what, eight or ten years, Gerald? I can't remember when I started. You started out on Stardust Radio back in, oh, Lordy, Lordy, 2000 and what? 2004? Yeah. It's been ten years. So we have these shows archived, folks, you know, majority of them. If you need to know a question or have an answer about Champ VA, we've got Champ VA shows with people from Champ VA. Uh, we've got the life insurance guy. We've got several shows with him. Uh, we've got several shows with other people, you know, that can tell you, help you out with the claims process. We've had, you know, we have attorneys that come on pretty regular. We've got uh, Dr. Bash and John Dorley. They're uh, good advocates. Dr. Bash is a... Is the guru when it comes to IMOs as far as you know getting an IMO. He's a little pricing what he charges, but you know you get what you pay for, and do not forget that. And he does write an excellent right. Letter. So, he, but then there's he will do IMEs, and uh, uh, if he happens, he travels around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So if he happens to be in your area and you you're needing IME. Uh, uh, we'll try to he can 
If you got a bunch, if you got several vets, he'd fly in and see them all. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll do it, you know. I mean, you know. So I mean, he—I know he come in Louisville and one for, for a guy one day. So, yes, I mean the guy will fly in and examine you and give you an IME. You know, and uh, he's a busy man. He's a man. But he does it. Uh, you know, that's his. That's his. That's, his, that's what he likes to do. He takes care of vet, a disabled vet himself, to be exact. Yes, he is. And yeah. He's and, uh, and Especially if you're in a wheelchair. And as educated as he is, he, he just real. And, uh, he's very, very educated. I mean, Good people. I don't know that you could get a better IMO or IME anywhere in the country. Very, very intelligent man. Yes, he is. Mm. You know, speaks a little fast sometimes, but very intelligent. Uh, we think the world of him. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we know his background. We've been dealing with him for years now. So there's other doctors, too, that give IMOs. But if you want somebody to word it the way the VA wants it. And somebody the VA knows very well. That's you know. true. Uh, when they see a Dr. Bash IMO, they know the thing's correct. Yeah, so that's what you got. And then we have other folks on the show, too. Several attorneys come on and give them their spiel. Uh, Bob Walsh comes on every once in a while. You know, he's a really good attorney. We have uh, even old Ash, even old Alex, Alex, had a member of yeah, Bob's. He comes on, and this guy's a wealth of information. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very humorous, very, very, Ashnod. very, very smart individual. Yeah, Ash, he's got yeah. an excellent website, too. Yes, he does. <laughs> and then, uh, we also have some humorous shows, too, you know. We try to keep it pretty real in here. Uh, we do one shows about uh, things you can do to mess up yourself, and uh, if you, especially if you have PTSD and uh, 100% and you're out there working. And we call it uh, How Not to Get Your Check Cut Show, and it's had a lot of issues on that show. And it's kind of comical in a way, you know, but there are certain things you got to do and maintain. You know, because... For example, if you're an IU recipient and you get that letter asking you've been working, you don't send it back, guess what's going to happen to you? That's right. You know, you'll get it back, but, you know, you will you might have to wait six months to get it back, and you won't get off of hungry. The, uh, um, I mean, you get that letter in the mail, especially if you're, you're uh, uh, getting IU, Mm-hmm. You better get it filled out and write back to them. You better make copies of it, too. Yes, sir. Send a certified return receipt. And uh, do that every year. They send them out on a yearly basis. And if you live close to the regional office, hand deliver that sucker to them and make them date stamp it in front of you and date stamp your copy, too. Yes, sir. That's the way to go. That's right. Some folks have that luxury. Luxury. Yeah, if you have one that's close. Yep. Well, if we're getting close, I'd be living there every day. Uh, we're getting pretty short on time, man. Yes. Oh, I'm showing a couple of minutes here. Let's go ahead and wind it down, guys. I'm, okay. I've got a couple I'm issues hit, I've got to clarify. I'm going to hit the show ending. Okay. okay well, You've been listening to the Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio Show. Sponsored by Habit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Habit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Habit.com, Blog Talk Radio, and the Ask Bastard Show. Well, that'll be our show for today, ladies and gentlemen. I forgot to give the date. It was uh, this is 3 September of 2014. Appreciate you all being out there, and don't forget to head a website. Uh, be sure to go there and look things over. And uh, this will be Gerald and John and Stretch. Uh, we'll be signing off for now. Go back out.
What the heck? Hang on. 